0: What's better than this, guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On, it's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Thursday edition of the show, the full slate of preseason games in the NFL kicks off today, and we can only hope for as for some thrilling finishes like we got in the Hall of Fame game when Brent Rippin hooked up with Jawan Renfrey for the game winner. Kyle, welcome.
1: You know we have to talk about this, right?
0: Uh, well, it, what we already talked about? Yes. Oh, I tried to steer it right to preseason, but I guess we're, we're not over it.
1: No, we're not over trivia night last night because I was robbed. And uh, the, the, the viewers of the show, more importantly than me being robbed, the viewers of the show were robbed of a finish of a very tight, well-contested trivia night that had any integrity whatsoever. Because Charles Woodson is not a safety,
0: which I, like I told you in the pre-show, I didn't even write his name down because I thought he was a corner. Because he is a corner.
1: Because he is a corner.
0: So yeah, Ben, Ben, uh, Ben's got to tighten up his uh, his questioning, having definitive and correct answers.
1: With such with such poor football history uh, as a track record, I think Ben should only be regulated to asking questions. That he has the memory of the incident <laughs> happening. So we'll work with like a four year strike zone for questions for that.
0: And then you gotta love Jonah Toll's questions that nobody can answer.
1: Hey, I got a point off Jonah's question yesterday. I was real proud of that.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. I don't you think I did. Oh yeah, I got linebackers as well. I got and that was actually it didn't take any skill because I, I pay very close attention to like the average amount of players that are drafted per position each year. So I have an idea of how many guys I really need to look at. And I knew that linebackers is always in the 30s. And so when he told, when he said cornerbacks and wide receivers and what was the other one, I'm like, yeah, it's linebackers. No one else has more than 30 guys a year drafted.
1: It's a common uh, process of elimination, right? You start crossing some positions off, you know, it doesn't make sense for it to be X or Y. Right. And we lucked out there.
0: So the the viewers were robbed of a true champion, Kyle, huh?
1: Yeah, and I did some research, and the last decade of Charles Woodson's career, he played six as a designated defensive back and and four as a designated safety. And the years that he played um, designated safety, he was overwhelmingly as a safety those last four years. But over the last 10 years of his career, he played 58% of his snaps at cornerback, And then the last 10 years does not include the previous eight years that he played in Green Bay, which was almost exclusively a quarterback. Um, The six years of the 10-year sample size that I was able to to pull numbers on, uh, he was playing 86% of his snaps at corner. Now add another eight years of 86% at corner to 58% over a 10-year sample size. Needless to say, Charles Woodson is a corner, not a safety.
0: So for the people that are just wondering what in the hell are these guys talking about, each Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern time, we have trivia night with the Draft Network staff on Twitch, uh, and it's really fun. You should come listen to it and watch it and, and enjoy your Wednesday evenings with us. But with that said, it was very tight. It was very close this week. Jordan Everybody's was coming. Everybody's
1: in two points. Everybody's Everybody's in everybody was in two points.
0: Wins. Final question, Jordan had won the previous, like, three weeks And so we, you know, the drama was there. And so Ben has the last question. And his question was, uh, name the four safeties uh, that have more career interceptions than Ed Reed. And uh, Charles Woodson was was a correct answer for some reason.
1: And he was worth two points because he was the not hall, the
0: non of Famer, right? And I, per- like I said earlier, I didn't even write down Charles Woodson's name because I'm like he played corner, and uh, well, you, you, it was decisive because Trevor had it down, and that gave him the points he needed to take the dub.
1: Right. So if if, if it, Woodson's not included, Trevor gets two points. Trevor beat me by two points and beat Jordan by two points, but Jordan also had Charles Woodson.
0: Okay. So if Charles Woodson just point,
1: Jordan got four points on that question.
0: Hmm. All right. Well, you ready to talk about preseason?
1: I guess. I'm just pissed off, man. I'm not talking to Ben all week.
0: Good thing we don't have a call with him in about 30 minutes. No, we don't. Did it get canceled?
1: We don't. Yeah, I canceled it just now.
0: Oh gosh. All right. Well, all right, Kyle. So preseason, the, you know, we had one game, the rest kicks off tonight, and uh I think the most important thing that I can say about the preseason uh, is that you can't forget Nathan Peterman and him completing over 80% of his passes for over 400 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, a passer rating of 124.7, and winning the Bills' starting quarterback gig going into last season. Uh, So just keep that in mind when you're you're reacting to preseason football tonight.
1: You're telling me nothing matters tonight.
0: I think it matters some for certain players and positions. But, you know, when you're looking at quarterbacks specifically and you're not going against a team that has game plan to stop you and, you know, it's all about just experimentation and looks and trying things and getting combinations together and testing communication, <laughs> you got to know where to put your eyes so that you're getting the takeaways that you should have out of preseason games.
1: So none of this matters, but we're going to spend today's show talking about it. Uh, I mean, I know I'm I'm just, I'm just teasing. teasing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's what I hope we can do here is to talk about some of the context behind some of these games, as far as what you should put weight into and what you should be looking for specifically. Um especially in the first week and the last week where there's going to be so little action for the starters. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, week three is kind of the dress rehearsal. A lot of times the, the first string will play close to a full half of football and they'll, they'll be scripted the entire way. Um, but week one and week four, especially are week ones kind of just like, all right, let's get the juices flowing. And week four is all right. We need to figure out the bottom half of the roster.
0: Sean McDermott said the the Bill starters are playing about a quarter tonight,
1: so two possessions each, probably.
0: Yeah, probably so. Yeah.
1: Anything stand out to you looking at the teams?
0: I mean, obviously Kyler Murray, right? I mean, he plays at ten o'clock tonight, and I think just just the way he commands the offense, uh, getting a feel for you know his sight lines, obviously with his height, you know, if he, what he ha- what does he have to do to see down the field. Uh, is it awkward? Is it natural? Is it not a problem? Um, you know, how does how does that speed that he showed at Oklahoma show up in, in a game, right? You know, in terms of getting outside the pocket or escaping, or taking off, that type of stuff. And uh, just, I, I want to get a feel for his comfort. You know, I'm not concerned with the results so much, but I think he's obviously, to me, the big storyline for today's slate.
1: I disagree respectfully. Okay. My number one priority... I won't be able to watch it live because Miami plays at the same time. But I want to see what the Baltimore Ravens do this preseason. <laughs> I want to know what this offense looks like.
0: I don't think you're going to know.
1: Well, then what are they going to do? They're going to run out in the I-formation I and the ball off for four games? I don't you know, know, man. They have to give you something. Brother,
0: this is going week one, man, it's going to be triple option mixed with spread. <laughs>
1: it's going to be great because they're playing, they're playing the Dolphins. So.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: It's going to be awesome. Uh,
0: that's gonna be fun.
1: But I mean they I mean this coaching staff has met with college spreads, they met with Paul Johnson, correct? Yep. Yeah. For triple option concepts. <laughs> they got so much speed in the backfield, Justice Hill being added there, Lamar Jackson at quarter. Cord- like they can do so many different things. I want to know what they're gonna show now.
0: That's that's a big deal. The Dolphins have to be so confused on what to game plan for in Week One.
1: No, they don't have to be, because the Ravens cut Alex Lewis, the offensive guard.
0: So oh,
1: your interior offensive line's not going to be great anyway. There, it's a no-brainer move in my opinion to sign Alex Lewis and, and get the full intel on everything that he knows about their install through training
0: camp. The Jets traded for and acquired Alex Lewis. Win. He put on his Instagram that they released him, and then like four hours later, the trade went through. Really? A conditional seventh I round pick.
1: Yeah. Alex
0: Lewis is a New York Jet. The
1: <laughs> goddamn Jets.
0: So they were, that was, I mean, that was probably a block of more than anything. I mean, the guys always hurt, right? Like,
1: yeah.
0: That's probably a good point. Like, people that Baltimore release offensively, like,
1: well, you got to scoop them up. You have
0: to. You got to know what the hell's going on.
1: Yeah, if, if, if you played Baltimore in September, you need to be picking up whoever they cut. Yeah. And you should pay them extra just because. <laughs>
0: There's going to be terrible offensive linemen that people are coveting just yeah. to get intel on what the hell the Ravens are doing.
1: Fall all over themselves. But that is my general most interesting storyline of, of week one of the preseason is what does Baltimore show? Do they try and stay vanilla and, and do the stuff that they did last year? Or will they show at least some of the concepts that they're, they've are they been installing throughout the course of this offseason.
0: I'm also interested in the keep-pounding Carolina Panthers, right? Uh, this team's all about Cam Newton. There's exciting pieces elsewhere, but let's be honest, this team's going as far as Cam Newton's going to take them. And, you know, they're already kind of nursing him along, and he's not going to play tonight. And I know Kyle Allen flashed a little bit at the end of the season. Tyler Heineke looked okay. They drafted Will Greer. But – Will one of these backup quarterbacks show us enough to believe that if Cam Newton goes down or his, you know, his shoulder fails him week eight, nine, ten like it did last year, is the season over or do they have a viable backup? Because, I mean, honestly, they just rolled with Allen and Heineke again and drafted Will Greer and that's it. And so if Cam goes down, can one of those guys be the guy and salvage a season?
1: Joe. Sir. DeCaylen plays at 10 p.m. tonight.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: DeCaylen Metcalf, who has been getting rave reviews all throughout training camp, all (laughs) summer long, even though he can't run a speed out as fast as Hollywood Brown can. Rave reviews, body-bagging guys, running past Shaq Griffin. It's just... I'm so excited to see what this looks like. And it's at 10 o'clock, too, so it's one of the late games that, Joe, you mentioned Kyler plays at 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of our teams are playing at 7, 730. Yeah. So we should be at least somewhat opened up to being able to watch portions of these games, these late games that have these high-profile rookies in them. And I, I really am intrigued in if DK can follow up strong training camp against the Broncos' defense – come out and make a couple plays tonight.
0: Did you see my tweet on DK from a couple days ago?
1: Something along the lines of how... Routes don't count if
0: he can't. Yeah. Yeah. So, or something
1: like that.
0: Yeah. so Greg, Greg Bell puts out this tweet. He says, DK Metcalf burning both starting quarterbacks today in his return to scrimmaging after two days off from an oblique injury. Sprints past Shaquille Griffin, a 4-3 guy, by the way, on a flag route for another long touchdown pass from Russell Wilson. Griffin slapped his hand to get hands together in frustration. I quote tweeted it and said, touchdowns only matter if, it, if the route requires a hard horizontal break. Doesn't count. I cannot wait, and I hope, look, I mean, look, we could be wrong, but I can't wait for all the doubters, the DK doubters, that couldn't see past the fact that he maybe isn't the most dynamic, horizontal route runner, but what he can do vertically, his size, his speed, his athleticism, his length, his physicality, and how, how that's capable of dominating in the NFL, just not the same way that Odell Beckham dominates. Here for it. Ready for it.
1: Is there a game this week that you just do not give a single shit about?
0: Oh man. I see I'm you know I'm always like anti that guy, right? Like everyone will be like bitching, oh it's the you know, it's the the Bengals and the
1: Chiefs to, or tomorrow at eight o'clock. I'm sorry, that's the game for me. I'm like I I don't care about this I, game.
0: Man, I care about every football game that's played.
1: Bengals and Chiefs, tell me an interesting storyline for Bengals and Chiefs.
0: I mean, there's 90 football players on each team that are interesting to me.
1: So give me an interesting storyline.
0: How does the Bengals offensive line line up? Is Carl That's Lawson ready to go? I want to see, I want to see Kaylin Saunders in Kansas City. I want to see Jawan Thornhill, or Juan Thornhill in Kansas City. I want to see Nico Hartman in Kansas City, man. There's stuff I want to see in every single game.
1: And is the Bengals a test of that that's going to give you anything of value
0: in week one of the preseason? Absolutely. They've got 90 NFL football players like every other team.
1: Well, hold on now. Let's not count the 90-man roster as NFL players. Because probably a third of those players on each of the 32 teams will not play a snap in the NFL.
0: Sure, but, I mean, you're, you're, there's going to be some players. and, and
1: then they do, So then they don't have 90 NFL players.
0: Right now they do. I'm into it all, man. Andrew Brown plays for the Bengals. I liked him coming out of Virginia. I want to see him play.
1: That's a good call. Was he hurt last year?
0: I I don't know. I have no idea. Tony Lippett. <laughs> He's still playing corner. He's on the Bengals 90 right now. Apparently. Yeah.
1: He actually didn't look half bad in, in his initial two years conversion from wide receiver at Michigan State to corner. And then it hurt and and seemed like it really got his whole career off the rails. Uh, Joe, Josh Rosen plays football tonight.
0: Yes, he does. Yes, he does.
1: I have a theory. Okay. The Dolphins deliberately listed – sorry, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed by that. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) The Dolphins purposely listed Ryan Fitzpatrick. As the first string quarterback so that they could give more snaps in this football game to Josh Rose.
0: Oh, I mean, th- does that designation matter in terms of giving him a certain amount of reps?
1: If the ones are going to play for two possessions.
0: So yeah. And then Josh Rose, Ro- Rose would probably played second and third quarter, right?
1: Yes. Right. And that's the, that's my overall point is, It's more valuable for the Dolphins. I would like to see them start working Rosen in with the ones at practice. They have not done that yet, despite the fact that Rosen has had reportedly better practices and a better scrimmage over the course of the last week, week and a half, than Ryan Fitzpatrick. But you'll never hear that in the national media because it's just fun to bag on Josh Rosen. Um, For the game itself, it's more valuable for the Dolphins to have Josh Rosen play more snaps so they get a larger sample size in the preseason of what he looks like than it is to run him out with the ones and have him play two possessions and run the risk of having him yeah. out and turn yeah. or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. And then, I mean, I, I, the thing with Josh Rosen is he, if he's not the week one starter in Miami, it doesn't mean he's not the week five through six, 17 starter, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, it, there's a lot of football. Out we saw it happened with Baker and, you know, it, like, I mean, it's fine. It's fine if he's not the right-of-way starter. Play him. When he's ready to go. I did not know Terrell Hanks was on this football team.
1: Yeah, he's not making the team. He will get beat out by another UDFA linebacker for a spot on the 53. Trey Watson? Trey Watson will make this football team.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy.
1: He doesn't like me very much.
0: Right. (laughs) Did you remind him that he went undrafted?
1: I did not. I don't want to be that guy. Listen, I gave Trey a five. And he was upset with me, he said. I've never heard Generous. of this before in my life.
0: Generous with the five there, Kyle.
1: And then I was two rounds higher than the NFL. So. <laughs> You're welcome, Trey.
0: Could have been more. You don't even know where he ranks on the ODFA spear, you know?
1: Well, I, I feel good about his chances to make the roster. He's, he's looking pretty good, so.
0: <laughs> um, what else? I mean, the world champion San Francisco 49ers, they, they play Saturday night at 9 o'clock. <laughs> Nick yeah, Bosa I mean, just can't stay healthy, right? I, I, My God,
1: it's funny how quickly this uh, All Star pass rush group has just <laughs> fallen apart. I didn't like D Ford's banged up. DeForest Buckner's got like a calf issue or something like that, lower lower body issue. Um, Nick Bosa's been diagnosed with a quote significant high ankle sprain. Um,
0: also breaking. Just, Jason Verrett's hurt.
1: Dude, it's too soon.
0: But I'm just saying, 49ers have always, 49ers haven't stayed healthy in three years, and it's already starting this year.
1: But they're going 12-4 and and winning the Super Bowl this year. Ah,
0: 13-3. Was I too low? I mean, this is a 13-win team based on what Twitter tells me. (laughs) I mean, they got Mitch Wysianowski, you know, which is a game-changing punter.
1: It's true, it is.
0: Yeah, so. That
1: actually, I mean, we're, we're kind of joking right now. We're not I'm joking not. With this. I'm not. Not, not, with, Mitch, not with Mitch Wisnowski, we're not.
0: No, dude can punt, brother. I wanted him so bad for the Bills. We traded so, up for Dawson Knox instead. I wanted Mitch.
1: I feel like we should talk about two um, transactions that happened today before we sign off.
0: Is one of them Robert and Kim Dice?
1: It is, but I'd rather talk first about and designate more time to Duke Johnson of the Texans.
0: <sighs> good tr- Well, look, I like the idea of Duke jo- Johnson on the Texans. I think it'll help that football team, especially they released Deonta Foreman. Lamar Miller's their guy. They don't have much depth behind him. He gives them the pass-catching element, which he's been really good for the Browns across four seasons, durable, played in 16 games every year. But C- Cleveland's going to get a three for him.
1: Because it's the, the stipulation is on games played or snaps? or
0: He's got to be in 10 games, active for 10 games.
1: Hmm. Lock it in.
0: Right. On that team?
1: All right, so if the Texans are willing to part with a three, effectively for Duke Johnson, what are you still doing with a first or second round pick when Trent Williams is available?
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Like, what are we waiting for? I'm surprised they could make this move without a general manager.
0: Right. Don't they have well, a
1: board of directors meeting and sit around
0: and bottle up? <laughs> it's Bill O'Brien, man. He's got, he's got the he, – they said he's, he made the call. The thing about Trent Williams, he's maintained – I mean, he's been, maintained his stance that he's not playing for Washington, and it's right. not about money. How do you – how do you really – I mean, I'm not all for a one for that.
1: Have? What's that? So what leverage does Washington have?
0: None. And they're going to let one of the best left tackles in the game go. What do you do? You just call his bluff and say, "Hey, we're just going to find your ass all year."
1: Either I mean, that, or you trade him for what you can get. At this point, it's probably a two.
0: Houston because should do they,
1: that, they, they, right? For a two? I mean, let's I, be honest. You guys fucked up all your draft picks anyway in the top one hundred, so you might as well just spend them on guys that are vets.
0: Um, I got to look this up. Give me one second.
1: No, it needs to be
0: right now. That might have been enough time. Um, okay, so <laughs> the um, the the deal that I compare this to is the Dwayne Brown deal, right? So Dwayne Brown went from Houston <laughs> to Seattle. Uh, Seattle got Dwayne Brown in the fifth round picks, and Houston got a two and a three.
1: Well, that won't happen anymore because Houston just traded their three for Duke Johnson.
0: They weren't in the same year, though. So it was like a two – yeah, they staggered the two and the three. Tell me about what's going to be better in the second and third round than Trent Williams.
1: Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Right. Imagine if this team had drafted, like, Jawan Taylor or Dalton Reisner. Imagine if they drafted Jawan Taylor and then traded for Trent Williams.
0: They'd have a great 10. We'd be, be raving about it.
1: Goodness gracious.
0: Yeah. Chances were there, man. I mean, I saw one good clip the other day of Titus Howard. He he tossed Kyler Frackle on the ground. Did you see that play? Yeah.
1: Frackle, Frackle tried to spin back inside on him and he got he, he crushed. Cl- cinched him and tossed him. Yeah. He's well, playing guard, though, isn't
0: he? Titus?
1: Titus, didn't I read he was playing some guard?
0: i I can't confirm nor deny that. I'm work, our lads, I'm pulling it up right now. Our lads has him listed as where the hell is he?
1: That's not a good start.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as their fourth left tackle. <laughs> they got Roderick Johnson listed ahead of him.
1: All right, here's the deal. Titus Howard is the front runner to start the season as Houston's starting left guard, as reported by Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle. Yeah, he's
0: usually pretty reliable.
1: First-round tackle out of <laughs> Alabama State. Howard would replace Sino Kim. Kimo,
0: yeah, you got it.
1: Camilete? Kimo,
0: it's an L. I don't know.
1: I should really work on that one. Uh, the, the expected starter at left tackle is Matt Khalil.
0: <laughs> you might as well play Titus Howard <laughs> <laughs> Listen, our lads have Titus Howard as the fourth left tackle and Max Sharping as the fourth right tackle. Rick Leonard ahead of, of Max Sharping and Roderick Johnson ahead of Titus Howard. Rest in peace, Deshaun Watson. Dude,
1: they're expecting their starters at offensive tackle in this same report to be Matt Khalil and Chantrell Henderson. Shaky. With Titus Howard at guard, either uh, Zach Fulton or Max Sharping at right guard, and then their one good offensive lineman, uh, Nick Martin at center. What are we doing?
0: Their weapons are weird too, Kyle.
1: Not anymore. They got uh, Duke Johnson. Didn't somebody say? Didn't somebody say today that Duke was the number two receiving option on that team? Uh,
0: well, will Fuller, will Fuller will be hurt by the end of the weekend uh kiki kuti i mean he's a slot and he got banged up last year he's about 150 pounds and a bunch of guys that aren't rosterable at receiver after that i mean nuke obviously but
1: who tight? what's their tight end situation look like they took like a two is it two straight third round picks with uh the indiana kid and
0: yeah, they had Jordan Thomas, Jordan Akins, Kahal Waring, and Darren Fells as their top four tight ends. What a weird group this is, too. Super weird, dude.
1: Akins Akins was like straight athlete at Central Florida. I thought they reached on him, and he was an older prospect. He's too. older, he like, yeah. Yeah. As a rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a baseball background, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh Warring. I like this year. Uh I thought they got good value with him as a top 100 pick. I don't think he was one of their better value picks overall in this draft class, uh, aside of uh, Charles Menehue. But uh, I don't think Waring's ready to play as a receiver in the NFL, and tight ends a position that is notorious for a long transition to the next level. So you got Aiken's an older prospect who's a raw athlete, and then you got Cahill Waring who is pretty good as a blocker at San Diego State, but nowhere near – the route runner required to be able to contribute at a high level early on. Darren Fells, and then Jordan Thomas, who was a sixth-round pick last year.
0: How about this quarterback situation? Obviously, Deshaun Watson's exciting, but AJ McCarron's a primary backup. He's out right now with an injury. They signed Jordan Tiamu yesterday, and Let's Joe go. and Joe, Joe Webb's their other backup. Like what? What is this? What is this quarterback room, Kyle?
1: AJ McCarron's the oddball. He's the other three <laughs> athletic.
0: Right. Hey, the Bills don't get to the playoffs in 2017 without Joe Webb winning that game uh, against the Colts playing quarterback.
1: Was that, was that in the snow?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He threw the touchdown to Calvin Benjamin in the back corner. He of the game, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, Shady. And then Sean McDermott punts with like two minutes and 42 seconds left in overtime. Somehow the Bills get the ball back and Shady rips off like a 40-yard run for a touchdown. Behind an amazing block from Richie Incognito. Yeah.
1: What yard, what yard line were they at when they punted?
0: It, it, I don't remember, but it was like, Sean, you don't need to be punting this ball. Like, I don't care if we tie this football game. So.
1: Yeah, a tie does you no good when you're like 7-7, seven and seven,
0: right? Uh, right. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I love Sean McDermott. I think he's building a great culture. His, his defense is, you know, he knows how to coach defense for sure. But he's like one in a one in ten or one in eleven on challenges, and uh, sometimes the game the game day management is, is is you know not what you want it to be. But um,
1: need a specialist for that, Joe. Put an application in.
0: I don't know if I'm the guy. I'm not. I don't know. I don't think that's my forte either. I. You know, I'm not a math guy, you know, so it gets hard for oh, me. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. I
1: take it all back. And there's yeah. no way you're qualified for that game. Right. Uh, we'll save, we'll save Kandiche for tomorrow.
0: Oh, the whole show we'll on, on Kandiche, right?
1: Stuff. Yeah, we'll do just Friday's going to talk about Robert Kandiche.
0: Well, we won't. We'll so, and, yeah, come back anyways. Go. Huh.
1: He actually didn't look half bad in the 10 games he played last year.
0: Oh, uh-huh. he's a savior, man. He started on the pup. What's wrong with him? When is he going to be healthy?
1: Well, he came into training camp last year or this summer out of shape because of his rehab. Okay. So he's still rehabbing from the ACL tariff that was like early November, I think. Okay. So All right. He's, I mean, they're buying time with him, trying to let him get in shape a little bit and see where it
0: goes. Is there any carryovers uh, on the Dolphins staff that knew him at Arizona or something like that? Because, I mean, that's kind of a risky guy to bring in, you know? No. Oh, I thought maybe well, there was a the
1: guy. The, the, The Dolphins are the island of misfit toys.
0: Well, that's what the Colts were last year.
1: Right. Well, I mean, think about it. You got Josh Rosen, first-round pick, quote-unquote, busted out of Arizona. Robert Kimdiche, first-round pick, busted out of Arizona. Uh, You've got – there's like 12 players on this team that were like first, second, or third-round picks over the last three years and, like, didn't make it. Like, Nate Orchard was a second-round pick for the Cleveland Browns and busted out. Uh, Adolphus Washington was a third-round pick for the Buffalo Bills and busted out, and now he's on the Dolphins. Eric Rowe was a second-round bust for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's now on his third team in the, the Miami Dolphins, uh, getting a look there. Um,
0: so it's interesting, right? It's, if they it's, could be a well-coached team, you got talented players that people have kind of counted out.
1: Right, they've got their, their banking on physical talent that has underachieved to this point in the end. Like Mark Walton was a third round pick, I believe for the Cincinnati Bengals at running. Right. Yeah. And now he's on the team. So it's like, there's legitimately double digit players on the team that the dolphins have stockpiled that were like highly picked top 100 picks that busted out with their first teams for whatever reason. And the dolphins are like, all right, we'll take the talent. Let's see if we can coach it up. So it'll be an interesting um, thing to monitor for the dolphins uh, this season is, as far as development on some of these talented players uh, that, for whatever reason, have not performed at a high level.
0: Daniel Jones makes his debut tonight against the New York Jets.
1: Let's go! Can't wait to not watch that one.
0: Who does Washington plays Cleveland? Yeah. So right.
1: Dwayne, Dwayne will play against the uh, AFC champs
0: this year. Nope. Well,
1: we're going to do previews next week, so we can argue that then. How's that? Let's do it go everybody get fired up football tonight feels good we are back in business thanks for listening to draft dudes we'll be back again tomorrow to wrap up the week make sure you come back hit subscribe and we'll see you then
0: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube